Welcome to this latest edition of the Hive Life Project Recap Variety as we look at a recent project we did for BB&T as part of their Lighthouse Project. And just to give you some context, those were stories of the organization that the associates with BB&T are actively supporting. The Lighthouse Project has been around for a long time. It was one of the big initiatives that Kelly King started and has maintained with BB&T. And, and one of the organizations that we want to profile in this podcast is Sleep in Heavenly Peace. And I bring in A.J. Chidora and Thomas Wilson, who spearheaded that project. So guys, thanks for being here. Hello. Thanks for having us. First thing I want to look at is on the front end of this, we had a lot of potential stories. And I was part of that initial process that looked. And I saw this, put it in my top five. And thankfully, we were able to go and execute. If you guys were just to paint the picture of what this story was all about, and then twofold, how vital the, the pre-production call was on the front end. Yeah, the, uh, the project was pretty uh, powerful, and I don't think a lot of us realized how powerful uh, the potential of this story was. Um, so we were um, sent to Tallahassee to uh, basically cover um, a build of, uh, I believe they were building 10 to 15 beds that day uh, for children who don't have beds. Um, and that's, you know, it's as real as it gets. Um, and uh, Sleep in Heavenly Peace is a, a, a very incredible, um, incredible organization that provides beds for um, families that um, need them for their children. Um, and AJ, you had the privilege of talking to the chapter head, John, and uh, tell us about that. Um, yeah, like we do with so many projects when we are able, um, we like to do that kickoff call in the pre-production process, get to know um, the, the people who are a part of this. And my call, I was actually, everybody was tied up, and I took the call by myself with Pastor John Cousins, who's the uh, president of the chapter in Tallahassee a kickoff question was, you know, tell me what your organization is all about. And he's so passionate about it. And it's such a, a great thing that they're doing. And it could hear that in his voice. And he was about, I could, I could feel him about to lose it because he's just so passionate about it. And it's just something that, I mean, it's so basic. You don't think about people out there who don't even have a bed and I mean, they're, they're working nonstop to provide this these four families. I knew right away after talking to them that, you know, this this was going to be a, a major project that you know, we wanted to be all in on. This is one of those perspective changers. I always say I wish it would happen to me at least once a day where your perspective has changed. Something you think as simple as water or a bed or the things we take for granted every single day that we, we go home, we go to sleep, we get up. Uh, but these kids don't have a place to sleep. Uh, they're either on the floor or they're on homemade pallets of some sort. So this organization making bunk beds to support that. And, and the passion really came out in this piece. And Thomas, if you could take us through just the basic structure of the day. Once you guys were on the ground, how you were able to go out, capture elements of this story that could ultimately come back in-house and then be put together in a compelling way. Yeah, so this was the final build of... Um uh, their session that they were doing um, that was kind of helping the Hurricane Michael um, people that were affected by that hurricane a year ago. 
So we got in a day early um, and uh, got in with half of our bags and uh, hit the, headed to Mexico Beach, which is about a couple hours southwest of Tallahassee. And, uh, you know, AJ and I were driving there and, like, you know, trying to make our plans for the day uh, post-shooting. And uh, we got down there and it was just crazy, like a, like a third-world country, just no barely any restaurants and homes lifted off post and um the mood really you know i think we were kind of frustrated that there was no sun and and there was no you know pretty pictures where we have that glistening water but that's what made it great is you had this cloudy rainy mood and that's kind of what we wanted to start the piece off with uh with the montage of 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 the of the gloom uh of what people were going through and you could feel it. And that translated to us going the next day to the build where you saw all these volunteers uh, come on a Saturday and build all these beds and have a camaraderie. And uh, as people as old as in their sixties and seventies, all the way down to uh, teenagers from families who had been doing this for a couple of years who were leading a team. And um, then we went and followed the crew as they delivered the beds and uh, specifically the group that we followed delivered five beds to a single mom uh, and um, just was really powerful I mean just to see um, the conditions just just it just was their circumstances of what they had and for them to have five kids get out of crappy beds or older beds uh, the youngest one who was four sleeping in a pack and play. I mean, I'm a new dad and my 10 month old only sleeps in a pack and play uh, when we're on vacation. And, uh, and so for each of them to have their own beds and um, it just was impactful all the way around, both AJ and I, the people in the organization and, um, and the family. And it was interesting when I first saw the piece and, and talking about the visit to Mexico beach. And I thought that, a lot of that was file footage because it was raining. That place was just decimated. But AJ, it set up pretty perfectly for you to have a lead-in off the front. That you used a, a couple different components, including the drone footage and stuff on the ground, to really get people to feel something and gave you an entry point into the video. Well, uh, I mean, that area is still so backed up from well over a year ago with that storm. And we walked in and... I, could have happened last week. I mean, that's what kind of condition this place is still in. Um, I mean, the drone was really a no-brainer. Um, I, I was throwing ideas at Thomas for camera for drone movement and stuff, and he was doing his magic too. And I mean, I was telling him along with all the impactful sound that we gathered the next day. The edit was so hard making those decisions on what not to incorporate whether it's the sound or the drone video, because everything that Thomas got was just, I mean, it was amazing. And um, I'm going to correct Thomas, too. Uh, that build was not for uh, hurricane uh, victims. This was actually their first build back in their neighborhood in Tallahassee. Right. They had been concentrating all their time on working with victims of the storm, and they had depleted all of their supplies, and BB&T stepping up and making this contribution with, you know, everything they gave them and volunteers uh, really made that build that we were able to capture happen. 
And I'm sure with the organization, I mean, they rely on big partnerships for people to help them out. I'm sure they can't make bets fast enough to catch up with the need. So this can be something that maybe you already spoke to earlier on, on both of your sides. But was there anything that you uncovered? I know, AJ, you did the pre-call. Thomas and AJ both there on shoot day. Was there anything that you uncovered while you were there that surprised you? For me, um, we also included um, this, um, what was he, 13, Park? Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, there's a boy named Park, and he's been working with the organization for quite a while, and he's actually a team leader now. And the comments that he had during our interview, I mean, this kid is well beyond where I was when I was 13 years old as far as, you know, understanding the need and having the responsibility and being able to actually run a crew of adults who are coming there for the first time to build these beds and bring them in. And he, he just, I mean, he's a pretty amazing kid. And that it was all, it was part due to this uh, program that he's in. And, and on the back end of that, he had incredible, uh, I guess you would call it bedside manner with the, the families getting, um, the bed. I mean, we had four kids that were around his age that were, um, or just under his age that were receiving the beds and he was hugging them and encouraging them. And Hey, this is your bed. This is for you. Um, and it was just incredible to see that. And I mean, and I think the whole thing with this organization, um, AJ and I were, I think two seconds into the interview with pastor John, just you know, like holding back tears because he was getting so passionate is that everybody was going full effort and they're super passionate because the mission um, is important. And um, I can't stress that enough like that, that it's not, I mean, AJ did an incredible job editing the piece. We gathered the right elements, but the story is greater than the sum of the parts. And I think you touch on, you know, the, the passion of pastor John, He's a part of this all the time. He sees it all the time, yet it still impacts him inside yeah. to that degree. So you know that it's that powerful. And a lot of that came through in this video as, as you watched it. And it gets me every time. When, when you get to the home delivery and you see the kids, it gets me every single time. So let's, this could build off this last question that we, we just covered. But what will you take away? What will you remember most about that experience of, of capturing and delivering the story? were a couple of softies. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think there'd be a problem if you weren't a softie yeah, in this case. Then you might have to uh, we were, might have we to were, evaluate. We were that. trading off asking questions. One would collect themselves while the other one kept the interview going and would be like, "All right, switch." <laughs> <laughs> so next time you might bring some tissues and be better prepared. That is true. That, that is fun. true. That is true. I, I think the important thing is to, um, and I, I think it always challenges us is to always. Uh, always be invested in the story because I mean uh, as evident in their mission with their cause um, uh, I know AJ after the pre-call and and uh, especially after we went to Mexico Beach we could see the story forming and we were getting excited and our creative juices were flowing and um, you know we're looking at every different way to gather an element that would put, uh, put the piece together um, as it turned out. And uh, so I, I think the big thing, you know, it's easy for us to get into a, a routine or whatnot, but this, this piece really allowed us to jump out and stretch and 
push that creative creativeness. So I think this particular project as well is one that lends itself especially well to our, our journalistic background in our approach of, of bringing care to such a, a delicate scenario and still respecting that, uh, whether it's uh, on the ground in Mexico Beach to being in the family environment to the initial interview. I mean, you have to go about it with a lot of care in order to get that impact and then tell it in the right way. And it's really stories like this that takes what we do to a whole new level in terms of impacting uh, you know, particular viewership and just promoting that meaning. So, guys, thank you and great job on that. Appreciate you joining me here to provide some insight. All right. Thanks. Well, thank you. I just want to remind everybody else that you can find out more about us at spiraclemedia.com. Follow us on all the major social media channels at Spiracle Media and check out more episodes of The Hive Life by visiting our website. You can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. I'm Jared Latch. Thanks for joining us.